This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Christian perspective on the news does not necessarily reflect the opinions of Radio K Pulpit or the on-air presenter, but is the independent viewpoint of the individual contributor. Please send an email to info at kpulpit.co.za should you have any further inquiries. Christian Perspective on the News. We're chatting to Dr. Peter Hammond. He's the founder of Frontline Feather Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, and the William Carey Bible Institute. And here he is. Good morning, Dr. Hammond. Good morning, Brad. Jesus said in Luke 14, verse 28 to 29, uh, which of you intending to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost to see whether he has enough to finish it? Lest when he's laid the foundation is not able to finish it, all who see it begin to mock him, saying this man began to build and wasn't able to finish. Or when you go to war, first count the cost and see whether you have what it takes to win. If not, Make peace while he is still a long way off. Well, here we are at the six-month point of the war in Ukraine. And this is obviously an unnecessary war and an avoidable war, which actually could be said about a lot of wars, for sure. But this is the one that we are facing and which we're being affected by. In fact, there are 32 countries in Africa who depend on wheat and other grains and food from the Ukraine and Russia to survive. And there's a massive food crisis coming because of the war and the sanctions and countries that are not able to receive the food or the fertilizer, which Russia and Ukraine overwhelmingly provide. And some countries in Africa, such as Somalia, get 100% of their food from Russia and Ukraine. And the situation from our perspective has got to be pretty disastrous. And obviously we're concerned for the people in Ukraine and Russia. In fact, Russia and Ukraine have the largest number of Bible-believing, born-again, evangelical Christians in all of Europe. So it's tragic to see two countries with so many Christians in them fighting one another. And so from a Christian perspective, the news on Ukraine has got to be very disconcerting. And what an unnecessary, costly and destructive war, which is affecting people literally all over the world. And... uh, Ukraine is a failed state and has been since the coup d'etat organized in 2014 by the United States government who put billions into building up radio and TV stations, including Zelensky's, in order to bring about the conditions which ousted the democratically elected government of Ukraine and put in a client state, a corrupt state. In fact, Ukraine leads the world on corruption indexes in some uh, evaluations Ukraine is put as one of the third most corrupt countries in the world, right along with with uh, Venezuela and uh, with uh, Colombia. Mm. Uh, but um, it's certainly the most corrupt country in Europe. And 70% of the billions of dollars of military aid sent through to the Ukraine from the United States doesn't even reach the front line of the war in Ukraine because 70% of the military aid and weapons sent to Ukraine is actually being sold on the black markets, Hmm. to in many cases rogue terrorist regimes and terrorist entities, and the billions of dollars pocketed by oligarchs and uh, the leaders of Ukraine. In fact, the uh, President Volodymyr Zelensky himself is worth $1.2 billion right now, and he just bought a $34 million villa in Florida. That's the Florida in in the United States. And uh, the corruption is huge. We know 
from Africa Christian Action uh, that uh, Ukraine is unfortunately one of the worst human trafficking countries in the world. Many of the young girls caught up in the sex trafficking, modern day slavery, come from Ukraine and neighboring Moldova because they are not protected and the government is effectively a failed state. And what we have in Ukraine is unlike uh, in Russia, which is promoting families and children and is opposed to abortion and is opposed to pornography and the perversion agenda. What we have in Ukraine is a typical Soros-backed gay agenda, LGBTQ, uh, with the trans agenda and the gender confusions and all of that. Mm. Ukraine's leadership is very liberal in the Western style as opposed to the more conservative Orthodox Christian approach that you will get in Russia. And it reflects its... Uh, its handlers, because uh, President Biden uh, was one of the uh, key players in bringing about the coup d'etat that ousted the leadership of the government, the elected government of Ukraine back in 2014, and building a client state where, for example, Ukraine has some of the largest and um, most numerous American biological warfare laboratories in the world. At one stage, they had 34 there. Now they only have 11 biological warfare laboratories in Ukraine. And the biological warfare laboratories in the uh, Ukraine are actually treated like uh, American diplomatic areas. And every American official in these biological warfare laboratories has diplomatic privileges and may not be searched on the way in or out. And they're not in any way even answerable to the Ukraine government. And uh, there's been a lot of outbreaks of different pathogens and viruses that have killed many hundreds of Ukrainians and uh, caused, caused uh, injuries of, of many tens of thousands more. They are experimenting in all sorts of types of cholera, hepatitis, uh, viral mm. type uh, cholera and so on. And not only that, but uh, uh, what's going on in Ukraine is is a lot of human rights abuses. Amnesty International recently said that the Ukraine army is involved in using civilians as human shields wow. and uh, also the abuse of, of um, prisoners of war and all sorts of things. So this is not a simple black, white, right, wrong, um, a villain, uh, victim uh, narrative. When you get down to it, the media has been lying to us from day one. This is an avoidable war. And as our Lord said that before you go to war, see if you can win. And from the Western perspective, this is an unwinnable war. There is no way that Ukraine can beat a country that's 10 times its size and whose military is more than 10 times its size. They can't win this war, but they can end it. And uh, right from the beginning, even January of this year, uh, Vladimir Putin requested guarantees that um, America would not put missiles and uh, bases inside Ukraine and and President Biden flatly refused to give that assurance. As recently as February of this year, uh, Putin was requesting an urgent meeting with Biden to avoid this war and was flatly refused. We know what happened in the 70s and 80s in Angola. Although we were fighting Cubans and we were fighting uh, FAPLA uh, forces of the MPLA in Angola, we knew we were fighting against the Soviet Union and the communist forces behind them. It was a proxy war. The Soviets in the 70s and 80s were using the Cubans and the Angolans as their proxies in a war against the West and a war against South Africa for our mineral rich and strategic seaways control. And right now America is fighting a war by proxy in Ukraine and many 
of our friends, including missionaries that I know in Ukraine, good friends of ours, who certainly say, it seems America's policy is to fight the last Ukrainian. And this is tragic and it's sad because there's many Christians caught up in a crossfire in Ukraine. And now to see the 29-year-old daughter of a Russian philosopher and, and public uh, uh, speaker, uh, Daria Dugina, killed by a car bomb, plainly an assassination, and the evidence looks very damning that this was planned and organized by the Ukrainian special uh, or secret service. And they've got the names and the footage and uh, close-circuit TV footage of her planting the bomb and all that. It looks very damning. And uh, this just represents a potential escalation. Europe is heading for a lot of economic problems. They're heading for massively serious a winter where they will not have enough fuel and energy to heat their homes because of the war and the sanctions. And it looks at the at this point, not only is the war unwinnable from the Western and from the the uh, European, NATO and Ukrainian perspective, uh, but it's being destructive to people all over. And what are we hearing? We're hearing American think tanks and politicians speaking about we've got to be prepared for war that last decades, maybe 50 years. It reminds us that the wars in Afghanistan lasted 20 years and the war in Angola lasted 20 years. And it seems that there's a lot of folks in the West who like that you have a 20 years war. Who benefits? Well, not the people in Ukraine or Russia, that's for sure. Who benefits? Well, the military industrial complex producing the weapons, most of which don't even reach the war that it's intended for, but end up on the international market to profit some politicians. Yeah. So let's be very skeptical about the narrative being given from the BBC and CNN and others who are really disinformation agencies. There's a lot of human tragedy going on there. And as Christians, we want to be peacemakers. But remember what Jesus said, first count the cost, make peace with the enemy. And in fact, right from the beginning, from week one, uh, Vladimir Putin gave the roadmap to peace. He said, guarantee that you won't join NATO, guarantee your neutrality and this war is over. I mean, how simple is that? Just neutrality. Swiss-like neutrality has done very well for Switzerland. This proxy war has devastated Ukraine. That's the voice of Dr. Peter Hammond. He's the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, as well as the William Carey Bible Institute. Thanks for your time and input this morning. Appreciate that and have yourself a wonderful weekend. Thank you. God bless. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.